Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Chris Chapman and I am your host. And this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with a fully qualified guest, entrepreneur, content creator, or mover and shaker in their industry and walk through their story of how they have gotten from point A to point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Now, again, if this is your first time tuning in, then my main goal is to impact 1 million people with this show. So if you have not done this already, pause the show and send this episode to a family member, friend, or colleague who you think will get some value out of it because the goal of impacting 1 million people is not a solo effort. It's more of a group effort that all of the listeners of the Next Level Minds podcast can help me with. So please do me a favor there. Other than that, on to today's guest. I'm blessed to be sitting down with Mark Samuel, who has 17 years of startup experience. He's currently the founder and CEO of I1 Organics, which is a plant-based food company. They're currently in about 5,000 stores nationwide. And what's awesome about Mark is that he practices what his company preaches, which is health and wellness. So I'm going to dive pretty deep on habits, on the importance of eating right, on the importance of working out, and how really you can turn your life around from a health and wellness perspective. So I'm super excited to be sitting down with Mark. I've been following his content on LinkedIn for a while, and his stuff is just packed with knowledge. So y'all are in for a treat today. And as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Mark, thanks for taking the time to sit down on the Next Level Minds podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we uh, we were just talking. The day's been a bit crazy for you, right? For a lot of video meetings and stuff. A lot of video meetings. Don't know what happened today, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, thanks again for joining. I know you guys got a lot going on and everything, but uh, how's everything on your neck of the woods besides all the, the videos and everything you got going on? All is well. All is well. Perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, again, man, just wanted to ask you, first thing I want to, I want to go over here is, uh, you know, I was looking at your bio, right? It said 17 years of, of startup experience. So I would love to know, you know, were you always a founder? Or did you have experience in the workforce prior to that? Or what was that like in your lens? Yeah. Um, I've always been a founder. Um, I guess I'd say since, since 24, uh, 23, 24. So the first year, year and a half, um, I had worked for uh, a company um, that was in, we were doing real estate finance at the time. So that kind of got me in. And then I worked for maybe one more on the opposite side of the business um, as far as wholesale uh, with that real estate finance. And so I would learn both sides of the business. So then I went on to go operate my own company. Gotcha. Since then, I've always done my own thing. Yeah. What, what learning lessons did you have just from kind of career level that you think you implemented a bit into your business starting out? Well, you had to learn the business. So it, it, it was just one of those things I wanted to, to understand how the business operated, um, watch somebody else manage it, uh, but also just fundamentally understand from point A to Z um, how, how the business uh, uh, operated so that I could then, of course, do it on my own. Um, I had a, 
co-founder with our first business um, who offset all the things that I, I couldn't or didn't know how to do, um, which is oftentimes what you should do. Uh, find the find somebody that that you know can fill all those voids. So uh, that's what we did. So with finding that co-founder, would you suggest just scanning the network, putting some feelers out on social media? I mean, what's kind of the approach there? No, I knew this person. Uh, we were we were we were meant to do this uh, at that at that age, young age. Uh, we knew each other from childhood, uh, and we we gelled very well as far as a, a yin and yang in, in operating a business like that. Gotcha. What was your uh, transition like? I know you mentioned kind of the finance space, the real estate space a bit. Obviously, now you're in that that health and fitness sector. So, what was kind of your first initial transition going from that sector to what you're doing now and everything? Well, I had done a, a few um, a few things early in my career that involved finance, uh, and then I had started working on consumer goods, uh, inventing different products for, uh, in the consumer goods space, uh, and then had found myself um, involved with a, a, a gym. Uh, and then involved with the consumer product that was in health and wellness. And it was at that time that I said, okay, these are the things that really uh, interest me. These are the things that, that I live because I live that health and wellness lifestyle uh, had always. Um, and so I just thought it made most sense for me to be in that space. What, what would you suggest out there to maybe some other folks who are good finance or sales and they want to jump in something different, you know, example, buddy of mine is in financial analysis. He's like, you know, I want to go more into sales. Like what would you suggest to those who are kind of just want to take a leap to a completely different sector? I think you should focus on what you're actually good at. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a really big difference between uh, following your passion and following, following and doing something that you're actually good at. I think people get that confused a lot. Um, you may be really, really passionate about something, but you completely suck at, uh, at doing whatever that is. And I don't think that that's a, a really good recipe. Um, it's when you find the magic and in, in, in the balance in both, uh, finding something that you're passionate about and finding something that you're good at within that passion. Um, that's where there can be some magic being made. Gotcha. Versus just... Dorsh is just saying, hey, you know, I'm good at X or or, I really like X. I'm going to do X. It's actually saying like, hey, I actually have to be good at X to be able to do that. Right. It's somebody who they can say, I love working out. I I love working out. It doesn't mean that you're going to be a great trainer. Hmm. Right. I love being in the gym. I could spend all day long. It doesn't mean you're going to be a good gym owner. Um, And so you just have to be really honest with yourself and recognize those things. Uh, again, you can definitely find yourself in a profession that um, has or is attached to something that you're passionate about. Um, but you just have to, you know, again, just 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 fa- face what that is and what it isn't. Uh, and, and you'll be on your way. Yeah. You mentioned at that earlier age, you liked the health space. You had that uh, CPG space as well. I mean, what would you suggest to some of the younger folks, maybe that don't know their passion yet? What are some kind of steps or advice you have to find that? Uh, it's the same thing you do when you're a kid. You play all the sports. I mean, it's like I have my kids. I, I get asked, you know, what sport? Are they? I don't know. I let them do whatever they want. They want to play baseball, basketball, soccer, football. They, they, you do that and you do that for multiple years. I apply that stress. I'm just using that as an example. You're applying that to your adult life. 
you know, go and work for Salesforce, right? Go and work for, um, you know, I was going to say, go and work for Barry's boot camp. So, you know, go, go and work for a, some sort of corporation that, that you align with uh, and or company that you align with for whatever interest it may be. And, and if you, you're enjoying yourself, right, you might have found something. If you're not, you move on, you go to something else, but you got to practice, you know, you got to practice. Um, and, uh, and once you, you've had enough practice, you'll find out what, what are the things that you're good at. Yeah. I like that. I like that point you brought up, especially about the kids sports example. I mean, I remember growing up, I did football, basketball, soccer, baseball, and then I ended up sticking with soccer for a while, but you would have never realized that if you only just stuck with one sport and didn't try them. So I like that you brought that up. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, to go the step further, right, you may suck at them all. Uh, you know, I know plenty, I, it's kind of a funny thing. Some people don't know if I'm serious or not. The kids that get to the point of being 10, 11, 12, they've played the sports and they don't enjoy it. Uh, and they're just maybe not good at any of them. They're not athletic. Well, they might be better, you know, to be focusing on the books. That's all good. Um, they'll have a success there. They might be an engineer. It, it, it's all good. Um, you you got to, but you got to practice. You know, you got to, you got to get, put yourself in the game. And again, not just the game of sports, just the game of life, put yourself in, you know, strap your helmet on and, and get out there and play uh, and, and find out what, it, what, what are the things that interest you? Yeah. And it's funny. I think when you get older, that curiosity, unfortunately, I think just kind of leaves you that you had when you're a kid. I mean, do you agree with that a bit or no? Um, I, you know, it depends. Uh, it depends if you're, if you're constantly looking for betterment, like I am, I I'm constantly looking for betterment. I look, I look for that though, through my, through core principles of health and wellness. Um, and if you're, if you're mentally and physically in shape, um, I think that you're, you're okay to continue to sort of drift into never, never land, right? Like really be dreaming or thinking of other things or where can I go and where can I take myself? Be, but because you are, you're, you're, you are so healthy. I, I, I could talk deep on that, but just, again, just, just hear that out and understand what I mean by that. You're so mentally and physically healthy. You're allowing yourself, your mind and your body to, to go outside of it. It's, it's, it's sort of comfort zone. Um, and it's through that, that you can look to achieve other things. And it's not monetarily or, you know, it doesn't have to be material stuff. It's achieve other things. What may that be? Um, and so it can go on and on and on. I mean, I don't, I think it's, it's limitless as far as age. Yeah. I definitely want to dive deep on the, the health and wellness side in a bit. Um, I know you're obviously the master of that I've been following you on LinkedIn for, for two years. I mean, I love all your posts uh, in regards to that manner, but real quick, when, what were some kind of just early failures you had with, with your businesses? 17 years, I'm sure brings a lot of wins, but I'm sure there's also some adversities in that play as well. Yeah. I failed many more times than, than one. Uh, it's just, whether it's the business or whether it's personal or, or the like, and the combination of both um, businesses uh, and or products and or services just run the course. Um, they're the, the cliche of just keep going is just not real. Hmm. And I talk openly about that. If you're just being honest with yourself and or your own company and or a product that you're selling, there comes a day when it just has run its course. There, there's going to be no more lift 
there's going to be no more growth. And it could come for 25 different reasons um, of which, you, you know, we, we don't need to necessarily name, but it, it's just, you just, it's, uh, it's over. And it's, it's at those times that the best of them make really quick decisions and move on. Um, we don't call it pivots and I did move to this and I adjusted it. It's no, it's knowing when is the right time to call it what many don't like to call it quits. And you are quitting to go to another opportunity. Uh, it's through those, um, it's through those examples and it's through those, um, moments in time that you build the most valuable assets as not just an individual not just a business person, but just as just valuable assets uh, within yourself um, that you're going to hopefully carry on to another opportunity of which may be another failure. Uh, but, at, but at some point along the journey um, where it does make sense to just keep going, uh, you will find yourself in, in, in an opportunity that, that, that is winning. I like that you mentioned that a lot. I, I think uh, a lot of times people don't have the self-awareness, unfortunately, too, as you mentioned, quit, and then it's, it doesn't really work out. So I, I don't want you to go over those 25 things that you were just kind of joking about a second ago, but I mean, wh what are some just kind of things that people can have self-awareness to know, you know what, this, this venture is not working out or it's not going where I needed to go. Well, it can be really early in the business. It's just market fit. You know, you create a product that just does, has no market fit. You may think this is perfect for this person and it's perfect for that person. And then at the end of the day, you launch it and just nobody cares. That happens all the time. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, oftentimes people want to make a tweet to it. Oh, it's because it didn't do this. It didn't have this gadget gadget or whatever, you know, it, it didn't, the, the, it was the, the copy, you know, we never wrote it right. I, we never sold it the right way. No, it's just, it had no market fit. You thought it was cool. You thought people would use it and nobody did. Uh, and that's okay. You move on. So that's just, that's one. Um, two is it could be service related and, and it could just be the fact that um, there could have been a, a really sort of uh, uh, bullish market, right? As far as uh, it could be, it could be, I'm just going to use it. It could be uh, real estate finance. Mm -hmm. There is actually, it's probably happening now. I have a lot of friends who are selling. There was this big boom, right? Who couldn't sell a, a two and three quarter interest rate. Um, you would have to be, you know, nearly dead to not be able to do that. So, uh, there was another big boom as there's always been in that business. Um, and you could do well because it was so easy to sell. Well, that's coming to an end. Uh, and that refinance boom, as many would say, uh, is gone, uh, because now rates are at, I'm just, they're probably at five. So, you know, and so, um, at that time you're wondering what else, what am I going to do right now? I have no business. Well, it's, it might be time to move on because unless you had acquired the other part of the business, which is the purchase business, again, I'm using this as such an example. Um, you, you don't have any more, you don't have any more customers. So you you're coming to an end and maybe you'll find yourself in some sort of managerial role or whatever, or maybe you just are done with it. You have no more excitement about it it's time to move on. So there, there's multiple things. And then again, um, the third one, again, uh, among them all is, is capital, access to capital. A lot of the businesses, some of them even have some success early and they just cannot get to that second and third uh, sort of, you know, jumping that hurdle, which is access to capital. 
95% of us have no access to capital the way the other percentage does. Whereas they, you know, have Uncle Jack or their dad was a, a banker or um, their, their friend is, you know, head of a VC firm. And it's easier for them to walk through that door and potentially get a check for even a quasi good idea or even a quasi good business that's sort of tinkering along. Um, so that's a that's a real big one is and it's not talked about enough. A lot of businesses go out of business because they run out of capital. Mm. Mm. That's a really good point about that whole product market fit. I mean, that, that same thing happened to me. Me and two co-founders tried to start a mobile travel app outside of our jobs in 2020, which obviously a lot of people weren't weren't really traveling at, at that time frame. And we had the whole model of like, we'll build it. And then the people will come and it's like, no, that really didn't happen. And then one, it wasn't that product market fit. And then three, we obviously didn't really have those connections that you were alluding to about getting the capital. And so like we were a prime example, but countless learning lessons that I achieved from from that first venture that now I'm implementing into the podcast, some coaching that I do and just my normal career. So like, even though it was a failure, I'd like to argue it was still a bit of a win in my whole like suggest success trajectory too. The only reason we don't talk enough about failures is because we're so worried about what other people think. Mm. But when you fail at a business, people remember that for like 10 seconds you, 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 there's, there's, there's just an element that you have to carry within yourself, which I recognize is very difficult to, 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 to have and to hold on to is that when you get to that point, you have to really not care what other people think. And most importantly, remember that they'll only think about that for that short period of time. Then you're going to move on to something else that hopefully has some success. And that's all they're going to remember. That's all they're going to remember. And um, most of those people, by the way, who have a harsh feeling about your failure weren't the homies anyway. So who gives a shit? There's some more context for you. Um, you know, the people that care about you and care about your well-being um, are pulling for you to win, even through failures. So those are really the only ones you'd be focused on anyway. But at the end of the day, all failures do is build on your character. It's an asset. It's a, it's a really, really invaluable asset. Yeah. I, I like that you mentioned that about people caring too much what people think like that, that happens all the time and it holds people back so much. Cause it's like, man, you could have tried this thing, but you're too scared of other people's opinion that you don't even really know. Well, it's our, it's our culture today. Mm. Everything we do is for a like, and it's a sad fact. Um, we're we're we've gone down a really what I would consider a really bad path. Um, and I don't. I, I feel bad. I talk over. I feel bad for my kids. I feel bad for um, their kids because I don't know what it looks like by then. But we are so enamored with other people's lives. You know the Kardashians or whatever. By the way, I'm a fan. Like I, I'm just a fan of their of their success and the, and the way that they've. They built a brand, but I'm just using them as a good example, right? We, we constantly are scrolling and scrolling and looking at other people's stuff, you know? And then when we post something, we got to put something out. We need, we need gratification too. We need somebody to support us. It's, it's, a, um, it's a sad fact. 
So if we we look at that in the same way that we talk about a failure in business, it's because we're so worried about other people and what they may think. Right. Again, it's the same or worried about did somebody like this picture? Yeah. Do you think that whole comparison game has that always just been human nature and social media has just taken it, unfortunately, and ran with it? Yeah, well, the, pro- the problem is it's magnified now. Mm. Oh, there, you always compared, I'm sure, our parents and their parents, you know, the, the Jones down the street, they got that new Cadillac, you know. I'm sorry, I'm doing that stupid voice. You know, it, it's, you're always trying to one-up somebody. I think it's just, um, it's the animal in us. But now you showcase it on social media and it amplifies in all ways, everything is, you know, in all ways, right? Amplify negativity, amplify some positivity, whatever it may be. So if you can imagine, um, you know, that that's that's all it really did and will continue to do. Mm. And I think it's fake too. I mean, you're editing the photo, you're taking at that perfect angle that makes it look way better than it really is. And that's just deceiving as well. I look, I mean, there's filters, just, just the concept of filters. Mm. Think about that for a second. We have filters. It was like one of the biggest innovations when it came to these platforms that you would be able to manipulate your own look. Why would you want to do that? Other than that, you're, you're, you know, you're self-conscious and the like, and this, this isn't like this, if you're watching this and you do it, it's not about you. We're talking in, in, in holistic theory here of what's happened. Um, it's sad. I mean, well, I don't really know of another way to, to say it. We, we live in a, uh, in, in a fake world. Um, and that's why I t- probably the opposite. I, I just know what makes me tick. I like transparency and talking about what's happening and what helps and what could help somebody and and the like, and, 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 and even talking on something like this. So people, their, their ears are ringing like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. And and most importantly, the biggest one, most of the people are like, ah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, you're not. There's millions of us who think like this. We just don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. And like, I find myself struggling with it too. The other day I made a video of like my yard with the sunset going down and I like, triple took the video. Cause I was like, ah, the other two, the angles off. And then I threw a filter on it, put it on my story. And I was like, dude, why the hell did I just spend five minutes posting this video in my yard? Like who cares? I'm not even really like trying to flex or anything. And it's like, I just fell into that trap so easily. It's totally normal. And there's, yeah. there, I go, so there's nothing wrong with it. it it's it's the life we're living in right now. You know, it's the life we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, not like last social media question, but like, what would you suggest to those that are maybe just like too enamored with wanting to get the likes and all that? And they know it's kind of holding them back from their true potential. Um, is there any suggestions there you have maybe to break that, that bad habit or anything? No, that's a, that's a personal thing, right? Right. Everybody, everybody's going to have their own thing going on in their head. Um, I think if, uh, the, the most important thing is to be clear headed, right? Mm-hmm. Clarity is, is really important because then you can have these defining moments where you are really objective about certain things that you do in life. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can do that, have real honest conversations with yourself is if you um, are healthy, both mentally and physically. And I, I'm just, you know, how I am. I'm a big proponent of that. 
that that's a that's the the, the greatest starting point. Yeah. So I want to pivot a little bit to that. You know, I, I won organics. You know, their mission is to just help others uh, with their health and nutrition journey. So I would love if you could talk a little bit about I won organics, and then part two of that question. I would love if you could just start intro level. If you're just starting out in that whole health fitness journey, you know, shit, man, I need to get this as a priority. What, what are some just kind of initial steps people can do? Well, it starts with the nutrition. I'm a real big proponent of whole foods. You know, you, you should be eating whole dense nutrition, uh, nutritional foods. Right. And what does that mean? Well, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, like, you know, I bring my, even me, I bring my little lunch here you know, to, to, to the office. I got blueberries in a bag. I got some steak that I made last night. I had some white rice. I eat mostly whole foods um, and snacking and, and those things are an indulgences. It's all, all good. You know, it's, it's part of, it's part of the, 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 the whole circle there. Um, if you can keep it to an 80, 20 rule, that's a great balance, meaning mostly 80% whole dense, you know, dense nutritional foods, high in protein. I'm a big proponent of, and then if you need some snacks and doing all that, uh, you know, look for better, better for you snacking options often also led with, with, um, ingredients that make sense to you, you know, which ones are better. Um, I, I would plug, I won because the people go, Oh wait, you don't snack very much. And no, I knew what this was for. It was a purpose of offering a, a snacking option that, that was nutritionally dense that I could stand behind. Um, but I'm transparent. I, I tell people all the time, I prefer you eating whole foods. We're a snacking company. We, we offer foods and snacks that are good for you that you should have when you can't get to those other whole foods. Right. So, um, that that's step one, two is exercise. And then I'll go 10, 10 others, but two is exercise. You need to be moving your body for 45 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, it, that's to what, whatever you like, it could be, if you just want to walk, Get outside, get in the sun, which is another element, vitamin D, um, every single day and moving your body. But if you can get into a gym or your garage gym or a spare bedroom and, or on a bike or whatever it may be, um, you, need to be, you need to be moving your body every single day. I'm also, people go, every single seven days? I thought it was only five days. I'm a big believer of seven days a week moving your body. Doesn't mean you need to get after it, you know, for seven days and you're intense and you're, you know, doing all the, doing all the do. Um, but I, at least five days can be some intense workouts. And then the other two can be active rest days, which is still moving your body. Yeah. I, uh, quick plug to myself where in May and I've not missed an exercise since the start of, of 2022. So it's for you, man. And I feel much better and it's really poured into others in my life. I mean, the relationship's going great. Career's going great. Finances are going great. And I'm like, man, like I, think a lot of it has to do with that exercise component. And last year, you know, I would go five days a week, but then, and I've heard you talk about this Saturday and Sunday would hit and I would like wake up a little bit later, miss routine and then be super groggy Monday. And I'm like, what's missing here. And, and it is that workout. And then that food component too, like snacks kill you. And it's so deceiving. You look at like nature Valley, you're like, ah, nature Valley. It's so healthy. And it's like, no, it's, there's so much stuff in there. So thanks for bringing both those up nutrition, right? Most important. And then you said that exercise 45 minutes a day, it could be four to five kind of heavier days. Right. And then maybe two or three active rest days. Is that what you mentioned? That, that works and again, that you're falling right into a nice little sweet balance. And then if you want to pick it up from there, you can. So habit wise with the gym, and I've tried to like coach some people on this again, not, a, not from like the 
here's the exercises you have to do. Cause I don't know that I'm not going to speak to that, but here's the, ha- here's how to get in that habit. If people don't go to the gym currently, would you suggest just jumping straight to seven or building one day a week, three day a week, five, what's kind of your suggestion there? Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to do something that then you're going to end up not enjoying and, and by forcing yourself to do certain things, that's what happens. Mm. Um, you know, that's why dieting doesn't work. Um, you're forcing, 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 restrictive, forcing that none of that works. Um, but you just get the body moving. So the first week, two weeks, three weeks, a month is just getting outside. You can even just start there. Just get outside for your walk every single day could turn into a jog. Um, you could, uh, you got that bike in the garage that hasn't you know been dusted off in a while. Go get on that thing. Um, when you we feel up to, and you're ready to go to a gym, um, or a great group class, you know, you could, you can look at CrossFit. I think it depends, um, you know, if you, if you have experience, right. But if you want to get into something like F45s or berries or orange theory, I'm a big fan of those, of those types of classes. Um, you'd work yourself in there, go to one a week, maybe to two and, and feel it out and get an idea. What do I like? What do I enjoy doing? Maybe hit up a yoga class, like figure all that out and just slowly walk yourself into a routine from that routine is when you're going to start defining this is the this is not only the lifestyle I enjoy, but these are the the domains, these are the disciplines that I like. You know, it's funny. This goes back to what you mentioned earlier about trying different things, and then you're going to figure out what you like. I think the same goes here with exercise too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what's funny too is I think you build into it. I mean, like the stuff I'm doing now, the workouts I'm doing now, like I really couldn't have done too well at two years ago, but again, it, it kind of compounds on each other. So with your journey, you mentioned that you were always pretty interested in health and, and wellness. I mean, growing up, was that something that your, your folks and your parents and stuff instilled in you, or did you just kind of learn that yourself? No, I, I played sports. Um, I played sports, you know, through the early part of college. Um, and after my last year of playing uh, a sport, I got into the weight room. I was, I just found myself right into the weight room after that season. And I knew because I was done playing sports. Um, I knew that I would probably live here. I really enjoyed, I, I can remember exactly just, I really enjoyed being in the weight room. I enjoyed uh, the workouts that I was building, the things I was seeing from it, the way I felt. Uh, and it's been 20 years. So I'm lucky though. I never talk on it like, as if everybody else is going to have that because that's not, that's not reality. Um, I, I am very lucky to have not just found it, but have enjoyed the whole journey. Uh, it has been the cornerstone to everything that I have done. Um, and it has saved me, uh, again, I'll open with that with mental health issues and things like that. Um, the, um, uh, my, 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 disciplines in exercise has saved me. Uh, and it will always be a cornerstone of my life. That's just fact. Um, along with, with eating well and and doing all these other things that, that really benefit me. Yeah. You were talking about it a little bit. What are your, uh, kind of daily routines? Would you say right now? I just stick to like six or seven principles, right? So it's, it's eating well, eating whole foods, mainly, um, exercise, 
uh, getting out in the sun. I make it a point if I, if I haven't been to get outside during the day, I walk around, we are in a sort of a, <clears throat> an industrial park here. I walk around every single day after lunch, 30 to 40 minutes, uh, in the sun, um, water. I drink up to a gallon of water every single day. I don't drink other, all this other stuff that's out there and energy and this, that I don't do all that. Uh, and then, uh, good sleep. I am, I'm a big, big proponent of getting good sleep. Uh, it's also not talked about enough because that is actually the biggest piece of the puzzle because it jump starts your next day. Many people who fail at the sleep part are having problems getting those other things going the next day. And they don't, they don't realize why, well, it's because of that. We need seven to eight hours of good, solid sleep. And for those that don't know how to get it, they often forget that it came from the stuff that you did during the day. You ate well, you exercised, you got outside and got some sun, um, and, and you did those things, drank plenty of water, you will recognize that it's a lot easier to have restful sleep because you got those things done. No toxins. Um, you know, people forget about, you know, I, well, I have a glass of this and, and no toxins. Well, see what happens. See, see the benefits that you have. Uh, that's been a journey for me, that side too, you know, not trying not to drink alcohol and what it does to me, both physically and mentally. I've been at war with that for many, many years, um, but have found myself in a really great place in my life that um, has allowed me to eliminate that. Um, at least the majority of the time, are really eliminated. Yeah, that's how long have you been um, on, on that side of just the no toxins and everything? I've been going on. I can go on having literally not one sip of of alcohol for six to seven months. Um, I recently, it's funny. I recently just came off a trip with some friends, and I it's the first time I would consider it. I fell off the fell off the wagon, as I'd say, right. Um, where I, I had a night out and I haven't done it in so, so long, but it was just a reminder. That's why I don't stress myself. I don't, I don't do that thing where I'm not, I don't never going to drink again because that's what causes people to stress out about it. What I just say is I try to keep it clear minded and say, I'm not drinking today because I feel too good. And I'll go literally for like, I just did seven months. Um, and then the reminder, like just what happened was I remind myself why I don't do it. Uh, I had no, um, I, I had nothing positive come from it. I don't regret it or anything like that. I don't get in my own head about it anymore like that. It's just a good reminder. Ah, that's why I don't like toxins. Uh, it has no positive benefit for me. And I, I just talk openly about that with others because I know others, others share in that experience. Yeah. I like how you phrase it there too. Um, and just again, having that self-awareness to realize, Hey, I don't like this. This happens when I do X. Um, and along those lines with sleep, do you have a, do you have a whoop? One of the, the yeah. fitness tra- Yeah. Okay, cool. I thought that was on your wrist. Yeah, man. I just got mine, um, for Christmas. I love it. And being able to track recovery sleep. I mean, and it's funny too. Like I don't drink Sunday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, don't go crazy, but I have a few drinks with my wife at dinner and stuff. And like the recovery is so much different. Even if we go to bed at the same time and wake up even a little bit later and get more sleep, like my recovery during the weekdays, usually like a 75 to 80. And then during the weekend, even with just two of the glasses of wine, it's like, boom, back to 40 to 50%. It's crazy. 
It's it's the thing is it's not crazy, right? It's just reality. That's what are that's what's really happening inside of us. Mm. Um, it's as people don't if they don't want to admit it or whatever it may be. It's a toxin. All alcohol is. Uh, it, it, you're disrupting your body, um, both physically and mentally, for sure. Uh, and and that's okay. Again, uh, the person who's having a glass of wine and you know or wants to have a shot of Get, do you if it works for you that's fantastic um again i think people are, are okay with hearing that from me because of the way i present it i, I don't have any you know uh, any thought or feeling about you or the thing you do or because the most important thing is if it works for you if you're okay with it uh, and you're not out of hand with it and you you're 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 doing the things that you need to do um then 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 it's all all good it's all good. I just know what works for me. And I spread that out and talk about it because it may help somebody. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that. Cause I think a lot of times people listen to, you know, folks and they're like, ah, oh, he's telling me not to do this. It's like, no, tell it. He's, you're just saying, do what works for you. Your routine market just works best for you. So you do that, but it, it may not work the best for somebody else. I love that you mentioned that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, can you talk about your, your ebook a little bit? Um, I believe it's small, small wins, big victories, right? Yeah, that was just fun. I, I was lucky. I found somebody uh, online. I knew I, I had just these ideas that I wanted to put down and, and sort of just sort of history of things. Um, not just things that I was writing, but just experiences. And I just wanted to put it down, even if this is the first and last time. Uh, and just by God's grace, just serendipitously, somebody had, I either said something about it online or somehow they, they came into my, um, oh, I know exactly how I used to um, talk about people's, ask people what they did so that everybody could sort of connect online. It was just one of those things because I have a, a decent connection or following. Um, if I asked people, hey, let's all connect right now, there'd be like a, plethora of, of different, different, you know, people talking about the stuff that they do for them. Anyway. Um, and so I noticed this one person and we just connected and she was a ghostwriter. Um, she was Jewish too. I thought it was, a, it was one of those things. And, um, and we connected and she was amazing. Just one of those people who do exactly what it is they say they do and they're really good at it. So she's a ghostwriter. She does stuff like this all the time. When I told her what I want to do, she's like, I got you. Here's what we'll do an hour at a time on the phone. I'm just going to talk and then she's going to write. And that's what we did. So, so we put it together. It's funny, like how things happen like that and just kind of fall into place. If you just put seeds out there in the world. So what it is, it's yeah. you're putting out, you're putting it out and then timing and luck and all the other stuff plays in. Yeah. What, what would you say kind of the main for the listeners out there that haven't dove into it? What would you say kind of the main highlight segments from your opinion of the book are? Um, I think I talked to, I mean, it's funny. I haven't, I haven't even looked yeah. at this in a while, but um, you know, less social media was one of the things I talked uh, about uh, um, the idea of celebrating small wins. I think that's one of the big takeaways. We don't do that enough. We we're constantly trying to achieve something. And then when we do, we move on to the next thing. Um, and we don't celebrate. That's what it's about. It's about celebrating small wins. And it's celebrating those small wins in many ways. It could be work. Uh, it could be relationships. It could be less social media, um, right? Less of that. Uh, and 
if you um, if you can actively engage in those small wins within each of those sort of categories, you, you just feel better about yourself uh, and and appreciate the things that you that you are actually achieving week in and week out without constantly trying to 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 get to the next thing. Mm. And I think those small wins really help you build the momentum and everything too. Um, I, I, especially when you're trying to start a business, like you need to take those small wins and write them down and celebrate them all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And the gym too. It's like, be proud of yourself for going on that walk. Always. Even Always. if it was just a 10 minute walk, seven times a week, like be proud. Probably majority of people out there aren't doing that. So Always. Yep. Um, can you talk about, I saw this LinkedIn post you made um, something along the lines of, um, on Monday of like feeling tired, unmotivated, just mentally drained. But then you talked about because Saturday and Sunday you're scrolling on social media, you're going out. Like, I don't want to jump back to that alcohol talk at all, but like, can you kind of talk about that? Um, cause I thought that was really interesting. Which one was it? You'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about on Monday, just like how you just feel drained. You're not all there. You're tired. And it's like, no wonder you feel that way. You scroll on social media all weekend. You watch TV, you did this, like, I, I thought that was pretty interesting because I think a lot of times people fall off the map, unfortunately, and sometimes I do as well, like on the weekends. So, I mean, h- how important is that Saturday and Sunday in your opinion, just to continue to drive that? It's not about story? Saturdays and Sundays. It's, it's, it's about every day, mm-hmm. right? We we're we're often blaming something that we have total control over. And it's our, it's again, it goes back to just wellness. We control our own wellness. Um, and if, if, and when somebody gives into that, cause that's what I did. I just sort of gave into it and, and said, fine, I will, I will hand this over to, you know, and, and I will live this lifestyle when somebody actually is, is willing to do that. They recognize all the benefits that come from it. So you're tired on Monday morning. Um, maybe because you're, you're, you don't like your job. So you're now really tired, but, um, you know, you don't, you don't have to get up with any pizzazz, but realistically, if we're just talking about physically and mentally drained, it's because of how you treated yourself the day before, you know, did you have pie right before you went to bed? I mean, your body is just going berserk. You know, you're, you got insulin running all, ah, it doesn't know what you're doing. Right. Um, that's on you. And again, nothing wrong with it, but you just don't have anybody to blame. Um, and so, um, before that you're, you know, you're, you're scrolling Instagram for an hour, right before you're trying to go to bed. It's, it's not good for you. It's that's fact that this isn't like Mark trying to be doctor. I'm just telling you, it's a fact. You could go read on any read, read on it. Um, you're, you're, you're creating chaos in your brain. You know, and and that's not what you want to do before bed or watch a good start. You could be watching the news, right? These are channels that are that are being supported by advertise, you know, by advertising dollars, of which means they need to have eyeballs on there. How do you get eyeballs? You create emotional disruption in the home of, of, of viewers. That's all you do. Some of it's not real. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't, this isn't like conspiracy theory stuff. I'm just, again, talking in fact, it's, it's what the news does. Murder down the street or kidnapping over here or the war in Ukraine or the COVID now. You know, 
I mean, just, you know, so turn it off. Um, so I, I could talk on 25 other things, but you get the point. How you treat yourself, both physically and mentally, and also that doesn't, does, doesn't, uh, does not uh, remove the things that you are receiving in, mm. receiving in. That's how you treat yourself as well. What am I receiving in, right? How you treat yourself uh, will affect your day, um, will affect your day, uh, you know, will affect your day, so. Yeah, to- totally agree with you about the news. I don't watch the news, very divisive, right versus left, this versus that, COVID versus non-COVID, mass versus no mass. It's just all BS, like trying to divide America even more than they already are. So uh, that helps your mental health even if you scroll on social media and take away the news, like it's, that's going to be a small step. And I read something too. I think if you watch just 10 minutes of news in the morning, I think your chances of ha- having a negative mindset through the day go up by seven to 10 uh, X, which I'm like, that's crazy. I mean, not crazy because it's true. It's just like, wow, the impact of that. So um, could you talk a little bit about what you got going on with uh, I want organics? Like I'd love for, for you to kind of highlight. Um, I, I looked up my zip code. Y'all are in like a good bit of the stores uh, where I'm at in Charlotte and stuff. So I know y'all's products in the East coast. Um, but I, I want you to highlight. I want organics a little bit. Yeah, we're, we, we're a plant-based food company. Um, our core products are snacks. So we make a puff and a sticks line, salty snacks. Um, they're made with peas and beans. So they're higher in protein and fiber. Um, taste amazing. All of our products taste amazing. So we moved, um, uh, into a second category, which is cereal. Uh, and then we most recently moved into granola as well. So we have three offerings. Um, we have most distribution across the country with our salty snacks, uh, cause that's been out the longest. Uh, and then for fun, we, we do have a fourth innovation that we're potentially going to launch this summer. Um, that we're pretty excited about. So uh, we're just an organic, uh, you know, plant-based food company continuing to, to offer better for you products that, that taste amazing. Um, and that's the category, you know, and, and the space that we want to live. Did you already have relationships with distribution and manufacturing partners prior to starting it or? No. Okay, cool. And then did you have connections at all with uh, retailers, wholesalers, stuff like that or? No. That's, but that's, um, so I, I say kind of gently with, with no, because yeah. I didn't, um, I was new to food and beverage. Um, and that's just the, the, the experience I had doing other things helps with how to navigate all that. So now we're, you know, six years into this and I can say that I have some really great, strong relationships, um, that have just been built off, you know, building a business. I was hoping you'd say no, by the way, because I feel like so many people want to start a business, but like I don't have this connection or I don't have this resource. It's like, dude, you just said you didn't have both of those and you figured it out. And now it's been six years. So I love that you said no, by the way. Um, but now, man, last question for you that I always like to end on. Um, what would be just kind of your one word to describe your journey and the success you had um, that I'd love for you to mention? Patience. I like it. Patience. You got to be really patient. Like right now I'm, I'm, I'm just at the end of the day here and it's been a yeah. long one. I, it's been, I, I talk, I go into my office for a specific amount of hours and that's it, but I, I would go pretty hard and um, I admittedly am pretty beat up today. Um, and, but it's with that being said, it's just patience because you're, it's an ebb and flow. You're the journey is so rocky. It's so rough uh, that the, 
you, you're not, you can't have the high highs and you can't have the low lows. You got to be as balanced as possible. And the way to do that is by um, trying to remain patient. Uh, and people confuse that sometimes it's, you're not moving slow and, and you're not at sort of, you know, jog pace uh, all the time, you know, on this, on what many call a marathon. Um, you can have your track shoes on and be taking sprints and all that good stuff. Uh, we do it all the time, but you need to have patience um, or else you will, uh, you're not going to make it. You'll, 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 you'll make, um, you'll make the wrong decisions uh, at times um, when it's not allowed and, um, and you will uh, either burn out or, or just not, not be able to get through, through really when, when the tough times hit. Plus you're going to be operating from a place of stress, anger, anxiety, which leads to negative decisions. And when you have patient, it really helps combat some of those. Fact. Yeah. So where, where can people connect with you, Mark? Um, they can connect online on LinkedIn. Um, they can, that's probably the best way because people figure out how to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah. And then we're our business at I went organics. We're on Amazon and then, you know, 5,000 retail locations. They can find our store locator on our website. By the way, that's super easy to use. Some of those are not easy at all. And I just typed in my zip code and boop, there it was. So okay. listeners out there, go to the website, type in zip code, get some I want organics, connect with Mark on LinkedIn. There's some fire posts out there. Other than that, Mark, thanks again for taking the time to hop on the Next Level Minds podcast. Appreciate it, man. Well, that's it, everyone. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to the Next Level Minds podcast. Be sure to connect with Mark on LinkedIn and check out I Want Organics. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And I hope everyone has a fantastic week ahead.